Welcome to Smooch's Podcast. I'm your host, Antrell. I created the Smooch's Podcast to help inspire, to help empower, and to help you find your true authentic self through storytelling and laughter. So let's get inspired. Let's listen to some good storytelling. And if you're ready, let's get into the podcast. Smooches! I just wanted to state at the beginning of this podcast episode, when I was given the comparison of the receipts that I said eight years is really five years. So I do apologize. I wanted to give that information to you guys up front. Thanks so much. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast, Smooch's Podcast. I'm your host, Entrell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you to all of those who have come back to listen to the podcast. Thank you to all of those who might have stumbled across the podcast for the very first time. Hello. I hope you guys continue to listen and come back to the podcast. Um, We are welcoming here and I would love for you to be a part of the Smooches family. So hello everyone. Um, How has your week gone? Mine's has been wild. So let me just tell you first the ordeal that I had with my vehicle really quickly. I have to vent. So I have been taking my vehicle to the dealership to get maintenance done oil change but not really maintenance because I haven't had it ha- I haven't had to have any maintenance done just well yes maintenance in oil changes right so I, I was getting that done at the um dealership I almost forgot and everything's been smooth so I decide hmm if you know you know You know that if you go to the dealership to get work done, it is going to be way more than what it is if you go to an outside mechanic or um, business to have work done, right? So I decide, okay, I'm not going to go to the dealership this time to get an oil change. I'm going to go to another location. This location is very well known. And never, my husband has never had issues out of them ever. And I just had never gone. And even with my older car, he would take the car there and it was just all good. But things were different. So, you know, this time around for me. So I decide I'm going to go to this place. I'm going to pay and get the oil change. And it wasn't that cheap, let's be clear. So the oil change for me is like $79. Um, You you know, you think that it's going to be like, you're hoping it's going to be like, I don't know, I don't know what I was expecting. But, you know, when you can go to the dealership, you're going to pay maybe like $100. Thirty dollars, forty, something like that. But your stuff is going to be done right, no issues, right? So I know every time when I take my car to the dealership, it's going to be all good. So I take my car to this place and get the oil change, all good. Leave. I'm like, all right, that was smooth. Could not believe it. I'm like, all right, leave. 
go home. And then so it was like a Saturday when I did that. Didn't really move the car on Sunday, none of that. So I get up to go to work on Monday and all of a sudden my light is on. This freaks me out, y'all, because my car will tell you when anything is wrong with it. It'll tell you exactly what is happening. So it was saying too much oil in the car. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is crazy to me. How can you put too much oil in the car? What are you guys doing? So I pulled the car over because I'm immediately scared because when there's too much oil in the car, we all know that can lead to engine issues. So I'm panicking. So I pull the car over. I get the manual. I ain't got that much time, y'all, to be to work. So I'm trying to read and all of this. I'm very anxious uh, at this point. Very, very anxious. And I was just like, okay, just forget it. I'm just going to go to work and I'm going to take the manual in and I'm going to try to figure this out. This is crazy. I can't believe this. I'm like, what? Why would they put too much oil in the car? Never had no issues like this when I was taking it to the dealership. Man. (laughs) So I get to work and I'm like, all this stuff. And they were like, okay, you know, telling you like, what color was it? If it was red, you, you shouldn't even be driving a car. If it was yellow, you can drive it, but you need to immediately take it to go and get a service and figure out what's going on. So it wasn't bright red. So that was good, but it was yellow. So I'm like, not good. So I'm calling the place after I leave. And then it's like, oh, well, we're so sorry. Can you bring it in right now? I'm like, absolutely not. Like, you guys, who, nobody ain't got free time like that. We ain't just out here living the retired life or I don't know. Like, no, I can't take it in or bring it in. Sorry. (laughs) And... So they were just very understanding, not very understanding, but very accommodating because understanding, that's me. I need to be understanding because y'all screwed up my stuff. So I decide on coming in on a Wednesday. So I'm going two whole days, y'all, Monday and Tuesday, driving a car back and forth to work. And I travel a distance to work, freaked out, scared. And everything, driving his car when I know it's too much oil in it. <sighs> Finally take it Wednesday morning. Take They take some of the oil out, this and that. And um, I am in. Uh, so, well, first, when they finish with the car, they set the car outside of where it was being serviced. And it was just waiting for me. Left the keys, the key fob on the dashboard didn't windows wind down y'all okay i can't make this up windows wind down just there just chilling and i see my car there and i'm like okay well you know or someone gonna tell me is it you know ready to go anything and nothing so i'm i go up to the front desk and i'm like you know can i take my car Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can take your car. The um the keys are right there in the key fob. Never mentioned what it was that was causing the, the sensor, the light to come on and things like that. Didn't mention anything. So I'm like, okay, this is the way they do things. 
I was like, I'm not bringing my car back here ever again. So I leave and, um, and what would I do? I think I ran a few errands or something like that. Then I came back home and I, um, I just, you know, was home. So when I got back home, the light comes back on again. Y'all, I had had enough at this point. So I didn't want to take it back to them. I wanted to take it to the dealership, really. So here I go. I'm calling the dealership. This is a long story, y'all. I'm trying to make it short. But I called the dealership and the dealership was like, oh, yeah, um, let's check up. Let's check in the system to see when the last time you came in to to have an oil change and things like that. I know where they were going with it. So I had to like just confess like, oh, well, I didn't take it, you guys, to get the oil change and this and that. And then so, you know, the guy was telling me, well, you know, you do have warranty on your car, but sometimes warranty is funny. If you take it to somebody outside the dealership, the warranty may not want to pay for this and that. And I'm like, oh, God, this just sounds like a lot of money. Right. And. Lord knows, nothing's supposed to be drastically wrong with my car at this point. It's still practically new. So I'm like, okay. And then like, oh, we you can bring it in. We'll do a diagnostic. If they do a diagnostic, y'all, y'all know what that means. That means I'm paying money out the wazoo. I'm paying money. So I'm thinking to myself, no, I'm good. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that thing. So I just automatically just take the car back to the the oil change place. This is a really good oil change place too, guys. I don't want to say who they are, but they're really good. And I thought that they would, you know, this location, they were, they were just always so pleasant and everything. And I'm just like, really? So I told my husband, like, you're going with me this time. I just want you there. So he goes with me and he knows like the guy who like he deals with the guy who um, kind of runs the the place or whatever. And this is classic. My husband, like he get will get in to know people and um, and build relationships with them. Right. So we get there. Totally different experience, y'all. Right. Um, the girl at the front desk, she seems to always remember me. She was like, oh, I remember you. And I'm like, yeah, I've been here enough. Somebody should remember me. Um, <laughs> so my husband comes there with me and um, he was like, you know, this and that, this and that. And I'm like, just I just want the thing fixed. Like, please. I'm annoyed at this point. And so it's supposed to have been taken care of. Light went off, everything. We are on our merry little way. We're getting ready because we're going to go out to have to eat and, you know, and have a good old little funky time. And my husband goes outside and he comes back in. He said, we got a big problem. I was like, oh, my God. I could have legit passed out, threw up everything because, again, at this place, this is the fourth time now, y'all. I don't know if y'all keeping count. Fourth time. 
So we go back up to the place again. This time I'm not happy. I'm not smiling. I'm not nothing. And this was like at the end of their day. So I was like, I don't want no shoddy work because y'all know at the end of the day, people be like, I'm just trying to get up out of here. I do not care. We do not care. So we bring the car in and everything was taken care of. And so when, and this is the difference. Like every time when my husband was there, it was explained in detail what happened or when the young lady was there, she was really nice and having it explained. So while doing the oil change, y'all, they dropped something in the oil, like filter where they put the oil that, um, and why? Could y'all imagine how many people this stuff is happening to that might not have the type of car that I have that will set it off to aware to make you aware or know that something is wrong? Like how many people this is happening to? So there was something that was dropped probably what they're saying, probably, well, no, not probably when they were doing, they didn't even use probably. They said when they were doing the oil change, something dropped in that area, which set off the sensor. Why y'all doing all this type of crazy stuff when doing oil change, dropping things in the, like, what is going on? It made me so angry. And then they sh- the reason for the, the oil leak at the bottom was because they stripped the little whatever it is to hold the oil in. They stripped it because they were taking it out and putting it in so many times. Let me tell y'all, I will never bring my car back to this place. I will go back to the dealership. And right now I feel like I'm set up because I feel like when I go to get my oil change, I know the dealership is going to say something about this situation that probably was not fixed correctly or they put a piece on there that they probably don't or would not recommend or like, and I'm going to have to pay for it. That's the way I feel about it. And I know that that's probably going to come up. So I'm going to pay the money, go to the dealership, and this will not happen again because this is a bunch of crap, y'all. Like, seriously. That was how my weekend went And it was terrible. And let's just say also, because it is Leo season, hey, it was all happening on my birthday. Attitude. So the moral of this story is, if you can help it, you know what? Because times are hard. (laughs) Times are hard. And we're trying to get a deal out here. And sometimes we can't always pay for that very expensive oil change, even though we know that we're getting great service. That goes into what we're going to talk about. Inflation and us just being sick and tired of not being paid our worth. How many of y'all are just sick and tired of going to work and not being paid what you are worth? Raise your hand. My hand is up. I'm over it. I am absolutely over it. So I was on a great TikTok again. Mm -hmm. This drives my life. And there were some real valid questions going on here. People were really questioning just going to work daily every day and not being able to afford their own life. 
And I 100% get it. One person on there that I really, there were two people, but one of them stuck out to me. And she just totally was just making so much sense. And it was just so valid. So before I get into that, we are told to get up, go to work, do that every day of the week to make a living. But how about when we make a we make a paycheck and that paycheck comes into our account and is gone before we just can blink an eye? Do you then still feel like you want to go back to work and do it all over again when you know you're going to repeat the same cycle again? Going to work to just make it. What about going to work to make it and have a little extra as well? They, you, I feel like we are living to just get by. Like I, I think there, there is a system to it all. This is how they're going to keep us in the loop where we have to work until we're like 100 before we can retire because they're just going to pay us just enough to make it. But knowing that we're going to need every bit of that to be able to retire and not stay up under their system forever. So we have to work until they say so until we can re until we can collect retirement and then we can be released. And that's all part of the plan. Don't give them more because if you give them more, then they'll be able to save and they'll be able to create their own retirement fund and they can leave the corporation, which we really need these people who can slave for us. <sighs> okay. So enough about that. Let's get into the TikTok. So the woman was on there and she was stating how she gets up every morning, 5 a.m. She walks her dog. Um, she might or might not go and pick up breakfast um, because she normally is making it herself. And sometimes she, it, it will be nice to pick up breakfast and treat yourself before you go to work. It will be so nice some of the times. But we know realistically we need to be making those breakfasts. We need to make those lunch. Um, and bring them with us and we just can't afford to live outside the box right at all we just need to do it in that order so she says she does that she works from seven to four she doesn't have an extravagant lifestyle she dr she drives an older car her and her husband they both her husband works a 12-hour shift like these are hard-working people right like a lot of us do these types of shifts. She says just to go to work, make a have a paycheck and the paycheck leaves her account as soon as she gets paid. She says that she can't even think twice about going to buy herself some new scrubs, even though she might want to. What type of life are we living here, y'all? This is real What are we doing? We can't even afford to buy ourselves something that we absolutely need because we gotta. We feel like there's more urgent things that we have to focus on to get, and we can't get the scrubs. But we need our appearance because if she's seeing people in the hospital or wherever she has to wear her scrubs, 
She has to be presentable. This is getting wild, y'all. This is absolutely getting wild. I know a lot of us feel like this. Having a paycheck, collecting a paycheck, letting it hit our accounts just to not see it in about five minutes. (laughs) This is real. You have to laugh so that you won't cry. But this is so real. That's why there are so many people that are out here trying to start their own businesses and things like that because we don't want to be in these predicaments. We can control or try to control our income as we can, but it's still hard for entrepreneurs. It is not easy. For one, if you're someone who built, who is building their business from scratch, you have no backing. No one knows who you are. You're building it from scratch. There's a lot of struggle that comes with that. A lot of the business owners work a part-time, full-time job and also do that thing, which is their business. A lot of work it takes to do something like that. Instead of having programs and things available for individuals who have small businesses, there, there are far and few. And then it takes so much to get someone to back you, to be able to get the finances and everything to make your business flow. It's almost like impossible. I don't know. But getting back to the story of the the woman, how many of us feel like this on a day-to-day basis? How many of us feel that we want something and just not even want, we need to buy this thing. And sometimes it's like, mm, maybe I'm not going to get that this time, but I'm going to get this. Why do we have to feel like that? Why can't we get those things that we need? We have to pick between the m- most urgent of the things to be able to, to, to fulfill that need. It's ridiculous. And that's what she feels like she has to do. She can't even get the freaking scrubs and she needs them. You basically have to pick and choose what it is that you want to do or you can't do for yourself. And you just pretty much can't not even have it all, but you can't just get the basic things that you need. We are being held to these not even standards, but we're being held to these circumstances that I feel like we really don't have any control over it. And it gets frustrating. It gets very frustrating. Could you only imagine having to choose between, oh, I need these scrubs really because it's time to get new ones, but I'm just going to do the smart thing and, you know, make sure that I take, you know, I get the basic needs for the household. And I'm just going to keep this money off to the side because this is what my pay is. It's awful. It's terrible. And I know a lot of us out here feel like that. So the other person that was on um, that I came across on TikTok and he was stating that he had a old receipt from Costco back from 2018 and then he had a current one 2023 and with this particular receipt 
it stated that um, or indicated that he had a 23% increase from 2018 to now. And I don't know. And all the items were the same. So there was nothing different. Everything that he purchased was the same. And because of inflation, there was this big increase. I don't know. Do you guys feel like that's a roughly about right? That this is that it should be this type of increase? I just feel like that might be like on a higher scale. I don't know if it would it should be 23 percent. It it was eight years, but twenty three percent. Like I I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know. I just really don't know if I agree with that. I feel like that's still kind of on a higher side, pricier side, and I know that a lot of things have been suffering with farms and things like that, and crops and all of that, but. For those types of increase, it's just, it's just, it, these things are just getting crazy. I feel like people are making increases sometimes where they don't need to have an increase. And for those who work and you really don't feel like you're, pay is matching up to what you you're spending out here it's like what do you do it it it's it's not matching up like i feel like if there if you're going to increase the rate of products and everything else you need to make it make sense when people are working for these organizations and these corporations so that they can continue to live not even live comfortably, but just live and be able to make ends meet because that that's really, that's all that you're doing. They're not giving us more than enough. It's just going to be enough to make it. That's why I was all, I always encourage people to have many side hustles. You really, really currently right now cannot have one side hustle. And then I, I really frown upon the hustle culture because I feel like it can be it can create a burnout and I'm not about the burnout life. I don't want to burn myself out just to be able to live comfortably. But you have to have a side hustle that makes sense that won't create frustration in your life. And that is hard to do. And I know that it sounds like That's creating more work for myself. So why would I want to do that? Or if you could just make your side hustle your permanent hustle. I just think that it's always going to be really difficult. And I hate to say that. It's just really going to be tough to get to where you want to be. And then when you feel like you've gotten where you want to be, it's, that's going to become a little tighter and a little tougher. It's just like, where do we get the relief? <laughs> Where is the relief? Why is it that we have to struggle out here? I don't understand it. I, I really don't get it. I feel like we are being set up for failure. And then, so if you are a parent and you are raising kids, what do you tell your kids? 
I believe a lot of us will feel like I can't preach the same thing that I might have heard back in the day or whatever when I was growing up to work a nine to five to get a college education because I, I don't know if that's winning right now. Because it's a it's a struggle to get a position and you are African-American. Man, it is a struggle. You can be educated. You can have the qualifications and you still just may be counted out of the position. Or you can be qualify for the position and position and still be counted out. I guess it's just like what do you do? And you you can't tell your kids this anymore because that's not the way the world is structured. It's not. I feel like right now you have to preach to your kids that you you do what's going to be most best suited for you at this moment because, or not even at this moment, but what's going to sustain you for life. And you feel that you can keep it moving and keep it going because to go to college and to do things, everything, to do things by the book may not be what's going to be best for you. Only because society has changed so much. And we see that it works for people who are being more creative with their lifestyles, that they're more happy and they don't really, well, it seems that way. Let me say that because we don't know what it's really like. We never see that part. They work, they still work hard, but it becomes a passion. It becomes something that you don't mind to do. You don't mind working towards. And I like that. I like getting up every day knowing that I'm I'm working, I'm doing something that I, I really love. I'm passionate about. It feels good to do it every day. It doesn't feel like a chore. And you see the results in the paycheck, right? So I think that's what we all are striving for. We want that lifestyle where we feel like we don't have to get up every morning and hate what we do. We want to feel good about it. And I feel like the only way to do that is you, you're just going to have to do something that's not conventional. <laughs> you're just going to have to do something that's not conventional and go to the left. Do something that's not scripted. That's where your success is going to be. So let's talk about rent here. <laughs> People who are paying rent, the price of rent is ridiculous. I heard it's as much as 1200 possibly more than that in certain areas and certain places. This is crazy because, I mean... And that's another thing. So just say you are a college kid coming fresh out of college and you just got a job and you're like, okay, so, you know, I'm going to get paid a paycheck. So let me see if I can find me somewhere to live. So you go to find you somewhere to live and you can't afford the rent off of the money that you are being paid at your current job. That is so discouraging. 
And what so you get some people, too, that might have to save up. And what if even after saving up, they still can't get a place, a decent place to live? Like, this is wild. We cannot keep living like this. This is absolutely nuts. This is crazy. I I don't believe that we are even having these discussions or this is being talked about rent being so ridiculously overpriced that we have to talk about this. And how did we get here? And I just remember having or looking for an apartment and it was easy to get. It was easy to get. I got a nice apartment and I was able to afford it. And able to afford a car note too. Insurance, like it was, it was able, I was able to do it. Currently, right now, if you have a car note and you want to pay rent, you can't do the both. That is the current state that we are in. I just don't know how we're going to continue like this. I mean, we have now, it's just like ridiculous stuff happening too, y'all. Like, seriously, like they're talking about aliens now. It's it's super duper hot. The inflation is stupid, ridiculous. I mean, we are coming to the end of the days. Seriously. Like, I mean, we can just stop paying everything. I'm just joking. Let me not even encourage it. (laughs) Like, what is happening? This is some strange stuff that is happening and going on. And I don't know how much longer we all can just continue to live like this. You got people who are, you got, you got kids still in cars. <laughs> you got people who are now a part of that TikTok. So they, this worker at Walmart, no, she had a friend. This woman had a friend that worked for Walmart and she stated basically people are stealing now and you, you naturally, as an employee, are not supposed to confront the person who's stealing. You're not supposed to do that, like, by law, because you can get yourself into some danger. And, of course, nobody's paying for injuries and all that type of stuff, right? So that's to cover their back, but that's also to keep you safe, quote-unquote. So a lot of these people are coming into, like, these big box stores, and they're, like, stealing because they can't afford to buy anything. And I mean, stealing has always been a thing, but it is increasingly high at this point. So apparently, I was just looking at some information from Target. I can't believe this. If a Walmart employee is saying this, I'm pretty sure a lot of the other Big box chain stores are having the same situation. So Target is saying that they had a 120% increase in different incidents with theft. Something has got to change. Because people are getting so desperate. They probably are doing some things that they probably know that they probably shouldn't do, but they are doing it because 
Desperate times calls for desperate measures. Not saying that it's right or that this person should be doing this, but they probably feel like they have no choice. Why do we have, why are we supposed to be, why are we supposed to have the most opportunity in the United States and people are still desperate? We pay for so much stuff like this is just it's just ridiculous. I feel like this conversation could just go to a brick wall. I don't even want to go into it, but I know that we are tired. (laughs) And I just really encourage people like, listen, if you are wanting to have your side hustles, do your side hustles and not really focus very heavily on working for other people, because you'll be probably most happy doing your side hustles than you will be ever working for someone else. They will never pay you as much as you feel like you are worth. You can pay yourself as much as you feel like you're worth. And then you can work harder for yourself and see the results. Think that's what it's coming down to. I don't know. Are you guys feeling tired too? I am tired. I definitely was feeling the same way that this young lady was feeling on that TikTok video. You You are not alone because a lot of us feel like this is ridiculous. We can't keep living like this. And then the question is, how are we surviving? How are we doing it? How are we making it happen? By the skin of our teeth, a lot of us. This is crazy. Well, let's get the conversation going. Like, I mean, you guys seriously come up with some type of master plan. I don't know. But I I would be so curious to know what you guys think. I would love again to be a fly on the wall just to hear what you guys have to say about all this craziness that's going on with inflation and not being paid our worth. And this is why people are not working. You know, this is why people are not being productive for someone else. Why? You're not going to pay me anyways. So let's get the conversation going. Start your own discussion with amongst you and your friends and Yeah, just keep it going. These are things that we need to be talking about. We need to be aware of. We might be striking soon. I don't know. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, coming to listen. Thank you to all those who have just come across the podcast. I hope that you come back to listen. Uh, We have a good time here. We do a lot of storytelling and we talk about the real things that are going on, but not too heavy. We try not to be too heavy here. We try to empower and motivate you. Follow me on social media, Smooch's Podcast, on X, which is the old Twitter, Smooch's Podcast. Email me, smoochespodcast at gmail.com to give me any suggestions or ideas that you might have for the show. Also share. Please follow the uh, podcast so that you are able to receive notifications when a new podcast has um, 
aired and you can come and listen. Um, Tell a friend. And I appreciate you guys so much. Try to stay as cool as possible. Not running up that air condition bill. I'm just scared to see what it's going to be like if you are in a place that has seasons when it gets a little colder. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Well, guys, on a positive note, we'll get through this. (laughs) Until the next time, thank you again so much for your support and smooches. Oh, 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 oh,